Welcome to Bended Knee. This is Scott Kesterson, and today is February 24th in the year 2022. Patriots, right now we're into quite another level of chaos that's managed to emerge over the last 24 hours. In fact, probably over the last 12 hours. And it's interesting, it's very interesting to observe the narratives on how many people are trying to hang on to the ideas and idolatry of the nation state. This current conflict in Ukraine has very little to do with nation state politics, though it's been instrumented by nation state politics. This is the hand of literally the deep state versus the hand of God, and I truly mean that. Right now, what's what you're witnessing going on over there is on par with the United States, or let's reverse this, Ukraine is to Russia as New England is to the United States. Same relationship. And because Americans are so void and frankly ignorant of history of that region, they don't appreciate what's actually happening. The United States has been for years trying to create a separatist movement in Ukraine to pull Ukraine out of the orbit of Russia, including work by John McCain, our favorite no-name, that was instrumental in working with the CIA to develop a neo-Nazi faction over there that was actually ruling some of the bordering regions next to Russia in the Ukraine. Now, in the last 12 hours, we have discovered that the U.S. also had 15 Department of Defense and NIH-funded biolabs operating in Ukraine. Just ask yourself that simple question. Put everything else aside and ask yourself what the United States would do if we had Canada or Mexico operating or Cuba operating 15 biolabs on our border. We invaded Grenada because there were 1,500 Cuban soldiers on the ground. We went into Afghanistan because apparently Al-Qaeda was based on the border of Pakistan and Afghanistan, and we took down an entire nation. So, the entire narrative that's coming out right now in Russia is one to take a step back, but also pay attention to what's going on on the fringe. Today, while all of this nonsense is going on over there, Canada is continuing to mobilize its digital currencies and continue to seize control with permanency in their seizing of accounts, while the RCMP is now saying that it's going to return frozen accounts back to the people very quickly. And we'll get into that in just a second and a lot more of that tonight. We have at the same time, the stocks of Bio, BioNTech, Moderna, and J&J are falling, crashing on the stock market today. <laughs> and I think you need to listen to this little piece here. It kind of puts a lot of this in perspective. Just a friendly reminder that Russia is one of the only countries left not controlled by the globalist elites and refuses to have a federal banking system. I wonder why they're painted as the enemy. Hmm. Mainstream media at it again. They sure are. A mainstream media at it again. But if you, since you've been good little children, Chicago mayor wants to let you know that you're going to get a reward. We are announcing today that we will, we will remove the indoor mask mandate and the vaccine requirement for certain public locations on February 28th, this coming Monday. 
This is in alignment with the state's previously announced plans to lift the statewide indoor mask mandate on that same day. And let me reiterate that this removal of restrictions is only applicable to certain public locations. Masks will continue to be required on public transit, in healthcare settings, and other congregate spaces as per federal mandates and CDC guidance. Woohoo, you got your freedoms back. <laughs> They're giving you little pieces of crumbs to say you've been good children. And we're a little, we don't want you acting up anymore. So we're going to give you a little piece of fruit. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you feel better. Patriots, this is the way the game is played. And on the global level, while all of these things are happening, Ukraine is a massive treasure trove of information. Our election fraud was managed out of Ukraine. Burisma and the Biden family and Obama and the money trafficking were hovering out of Ukraine. It's, it's a money pit. And what else is in Ukraine? Kazarian Mafia? Yeah, that's one. Kind of a big one. All roads do lead to Ukraine in the end. So whatever's going on with Putin and his plans, don't get wrapped up in the nationalism of how this has all failed because of Biden. No, this is a strategic move by Russia and probably a bigger move than we can even imagine because when you sit back and look at the play of things, this is literally God's hand at play. What's the possibility that Durham would have dropped his revealings about Sussman that led back to Ukraine 10 days ago? What's the possibility that shortly after that, that little hand puppet Trudeau would suddenly make such a bold move with the Emergency Powers Act that the entire agenda that we've all known, but the world was still asleep on, thought it was a conspiracy theory, was shown to the world not just to be a conspiracy theory, but the real way that the new world order was intending to work. See, all these things are happening in such a mag magnitude. This is literally God's hand bringing the awakening and accountability to every single person. We are in an age of accountability. And that age of accountability that sits before us now is going to force every one of us to face the decisions we've made and the directions we're going to go. It's now 11 after. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, on this day where we see once again new levels of chaos and confusion, we're grateful in prayer of the sight and clarity that you give us on this walk ahead. Lord, we, we really pray today for restraint, for the patriots and those believers around the world to take a step back, not anchor themselves in the idolatries of nation identities, the idolatries of leadership, the idolatries of politics, but instead, Lord, to take a calm moment, to take a knee, to turn to you, to be grateful for all that you've given us. And realize the opportunities that are unfolding before us, not the doom and gloom. Once again, Lord, as always happens, when a crisis begins, those eager to put definition in their life other than through you start ringing the clamor of war, beating on their shields, talking about how it's going to be a World War III and the end of all things. And yet we know better. We know better, Lord, because you have us, because we're here before you, 
and before and because we're humbled in your name. John 15, 4 to 5, Lord, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, so neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him, he bears much fruit, for apart from me you can do nothing. Lord, let those words settle into the hearts of the many across this world today. We pray for this, that they can honestly realize that we are nothing without you and that all that we become, the fruits that we bear, are rooted in our alliance with you, our abiding to you, Lord, our humbleness to you. Lord, these are difficult times for many. We are, must be reminded of how things are actually working. Jeremiah 8, 8, how can you say we are wise and the law of the Lord is with us? But behold, the lying pen of the scribes has made it into a lie. And that is what we witness so much, Lord, that the lying pen of our scribes of this day, the media, the politicians, the corporate leaders, continue to spin and weave lies and deception to try to keep us away from the truth and us from uniting with one another. War is never something to bless, Lord. And so we do pray for those that are caught in the middle of this conflict in the Ukraine. But let us not forget the magnitude of this fight, that it isn't just Ukraine. We must keep our eyes on the bigger threat, the continued war that's being waged by an elite across all of humanity. Each one of these conflicts that erupts is huge. And while Canada had a, has continued to have its fight and now seemingly falls off of our memory, the drama of war, which somehow we seem to attract to, Lord, like a moth to a flame, draws our attention away for something we don't have a lot of control over and yet has little to do ultimately with our individual freedoms that Canada and other places are fighting for. Lord, we pray for clarity. We pray for the solidity of standing on the rock of faith, to quit being blown around like a leaf in the wind. Lord, we pray for solidness. We pray for anchoring. We pray for that purity that comes in our sight that only you can give. And Lord, we know that that is also tied directly to our abiding in you. Forgive us, Lord, for the transgressions we make because we are so easily distracted as a world. Equally, Lord, give us the strength of those that carry that light to continue to shine the light into the darkness, to be the lamp on the hill for the many to see and to continue to put their eyes, not on us, Lord, but on you, our eyes on Christ and through Christ to you, Father. For this is the time that we are bearing witness to the change of the world. This is the time that we are bearing witness to the revealing of all that is evil. This is the time that we are bearing witness of darkness being exposed to light. And let us open and embrace this with all that it is. The world is falling apart as we know it. Let us not embrace it with fear or trepidation, but rather let's embrace it boldly. With all that we have and all that we are, we are your children. We walk in this world fearlessly. We walk in that love that only you can give. Lord, these coming days, weeks, and months will likely be some of the most tumultuous we've ever faced. 
and were ready. I say, send me. And I know others say the same thing, because this is our time. This is our time now to shine. This is our time now to show the strength of our faith in this world, that solidity that only comes from our love and abidance in you. Guide us, Lord, in these challenging days. Guide us as those that others will see, not because of what we say, but because of how we walk, how we are, that presence, that light that flows within us that truly is that light, that opportunity, that joy, that glory that only comes in our abidance with you. Let us be those that walk in this world to attract the others, to lead them away from the darkness and ultimately bring unity back to the tribe of humanity. For we walk in one body of Christ, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, there is so much turmoil right now. But don't be distracted. And whatever you do, don't get anxious over this. There's likely to be many more waves of this. And there's really nothing we can do about it other than stay true and stay pure. Listen to these words right here. All you need to know is the truth. And the truth is very simple. Nothing works. Nothing did work. Nothing could work. And nothing will work. It's over. The dam is broken. It's a matter of mealy-mouthed politicians now trying to just wriggle out of the responsibility. That's the truth. Thank you. And the truth is that this is truly the age of accountability. There is no more ability for us to sidestep the decisions and directions that we've given. This is time truly that we're being forced to place ourselves in front of the world, in front of our peers, and let who we are be seen. You can't hide anymore. That world of shadows is quickly falling apart, and that's truly darkness being exposed by light. I think many times that we look for these grand metaphors to take on something almost ethereal. We expect to look up to the sky and see Christ falling out from the heavens. We expect to see chariots flying onto the, onto the clouds. And we forget the grace and the glory in which God moves in so big of ways. Right now, the world has shifted in such a huge way. As we wake up and as we lead others to wake up and as we support one another to build fellowship, we're seeing a coming together unlike anything we've seen. There was a scene today in Toronto, or Toronto or Ontario, Ontario, excuse me, where there was a Muslim today praying with a prayer mat in the middle of Christians taking time, not in hostility, but to pray before the police as we pray to God. I don't care your feelings on religion. That's a beautiful point. There was no hostility, but here was the hostility. As the police move forward, one police, whoever they were, whispers to another, and the man who decides to push into the person that was praying took their prayer rug and their copy of the Quran and kicked it across the snow. Look, this is a time when we're really coming to appreciate ourselves, our differences. We are unique in the body of Christ. And our opportunity as believers in Christ is to lead 
not to judge, but to lead. In this time, that leading is a profound walk. It's a walk of confidence. It's a walk of joy. It's a walk of conversation. It's a walk of breaking bread. It's a walk where we engage and we talk. And I think as we start to do this more and more, we're going to find an amazing dialogue that emerges out of this. We are literally going to have this dialogue where we start to hear one another. We may not agree on everything. In fact, I would hope that we don't because we're not really supposed to be a hive mind. But instead, the conversation is what gives us respect for one another. A respect for our differences and our respect for our commonalities. And in so doing in this walk, we begin to build the healing in this world that God needs us to do. Our police, our Stasis that are watching around with sticks and batons and beating people because they aren't complying to the laws of the state, each day they look more ridiculous. Each step they are revealed to be more shallow and the greater and the lack of depth that they have within them. Each day their accountability to the world changes. They become more and more a parasite rather than people that we look up to. And this is an important transition. We should be questioning our government. We should be questioning our military. We should be questioning the men in blue. We should be questioning ourselves in front of God. And in so doing this, we should be developing an accountability. And the accountability is not just to our fellow man and woman. Our accountability is first and foremost to the Lord. And through that, we stand before Christ every day and we make our pleas, hopefully, to forgive us for those trepidations and those transgressions and those sins that we make. But it isn't something to stay beaten down on because that's where we return to the, towards that perfection that we need to be next to the throne. We need to unleash the burdens of the past. And we need to step forward now into the opportunities that God's presented us for the future. And there are many. Two Chronicles. If I can find the one I'm looking for. And I think we all know this. If a nation will humble themselves before me. This is the point of this. Is that as we sit before Father and we humble ourselves before him, we will be forgiven. The question is, Are we willing to do that as a nation? Are we willing to come before God and to humble ourselves before him and say, Lord, forgive us, have mercy on us, guide us, and lead us? This will be the greatest challenge as we move forward. And as we do, and as we rise together, we heal, we strengthen, And we truly become something greater than we've ever imagined. For all the chaos that's going on in the world, we're going to have to take some big gulps going forward. We're going to have to face some brutal truths. We're going to have to start looking at our nation states, not as security and with pride, but often with a very jaundiced and critical eye. We're going to have to find who we are within all of that. And who we are begins on our knees before God. And when we do that and we let go of all these other things, 
the information that was put, put in ourselves to judge one another, the idea of rivalries and hostilities between nations, the idea that one nation is evil over another. We need to step aside for that. We need to get to who we are as people, talk to ourselves as people, not through a leadership that always decides to deceive us and divide us, but to talk to one another as people. I will say this. God has given me a beautiful walk in life, an opportunity to have that chance to talk to many people in many cultures around the world. And I always leave with a few things. I'm always so happy to come home. But I'm always so amazed at how much we have in common and how much less we have in difference. That's the key. And right now, more than ever, as the puppet masters of the world play off to put one side against the other, let's remember that. We have to reach out to one another. We have to find a way to talk person to person. In the end, we have to find a way to break bread. That's the walk we're on. And when we do that, it's not that the world falls apart in a fiery, abysmal, and explosions and fire and brimstone and people burning and streets flowing with blood. That's the dramatic stuff of Hollywood that somehow people seem to long for. I don't know why. Instead, it becomes a much more passive collapse, a world where the power of governance begins to erode. People just don't care anymore. They don't listen. And in spite of their clamoring of threats and banging of drums and beating people with sticks, we just keep walking away. And little by little, their ranks break down. The trust in their economic systems collapse. And we start to rebuild through small communities community by community, we start to bridge and connect with one another. We start to re-innovate the world from ground up. That's not just here. That's around the world. And in my opinion, that's exactly what lies ahead. And it is a glorious walk that we face. Have a very blessed day, Patriots. I'll see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then, or until the next time. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Our prayers right now are the most critical thing we can do as we anchor ourselves with faith and tie ourselves deeply with our relationship with Father, a deep and intimate relationship with Father. God is with us. He will never forsake us. All we have to do is trust in Him. And we have to remember why we're here. We are here in this time, in this place, for such a time as this. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. I'll see you tonight, until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now.
we shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, 
We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.